Welcome to The Quarantine Tapes, a daily podcast from Onassis, L.A. and Dublin. Hosted by Paul Holdengraber, this series chronicles shifting paradigms in the era of social distancing. Hello. Hello, could I please speak with Dwight Tribble? You are speaking with Dwight Tribble. Well, how wonderful that is. This is Paul Holdengraber calling you from the quarantine tapes. Thank you so much for taking this call. I'm, I'm really delighted to speak to you. How, how are you today? And perhaps you can tell us a little bit how you've been spending these last five or six months in this delirious time. Oh, yeah. Well, today, today, which is an odd-looking day. It is. Um, yeah, it feels kind of funny today. But, uh, you know, because we're so used to the sky being completely blue and all of that, and it seems like when when there's an overcast or or stuff like what's going on today, it seems to show the flaws in Los Angeles. You know, I mean, uh, a lot of the buildings that seem to look so pretty before, they don't look so pretty today. Yeah, it's really really true, but I think it also has something to do with the amazing amount of fires we've had, which have been so, so troubling. Right, yeah, so, I mean, you know, on top of everything else that's going on then all of a sudden now we just uh pile on the fires on top of it and you know so it's like every day it seems like uh there's new something that 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 pops up that we have to deal with but i imagine that that there's a reason for all of this stuff happening at this time, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, instead of being cursed, maybe we are the most blessed people, uh, uh, in the existence of, of things for a while. Maybe we, you know, at the end of this, there's going to be some kind of revelation that we're all going to, to, to get. And so we'll be thankful that we were on the planet at this time. What are you hoping for? Well, one of the things that, that I believe uh, is going to happen or hopefully will happen. And somebody said it uh, on Facebook book yesterday that hopefully the next pandemic is the pandemic where we will truly love one another all over the world. And that's what I, I hope that, that through all of this, that, you know, we, we've never really, even back during the days of Martin Luther King, we didn't really get down in there, you know, when it comes to with racism, you know, we never did get down in there. So I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that through all of this nastiness that's going on right now, that and we really get and do that surgery that's been needed for so many, many, many years, you know, since since slavery, that we will finally get down down there and, you know, get to that place, 
that's that's been inconvenient for us to 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 get to for for all these years. So I think that 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 that's the the, the blessing that I see coming out of this. What what do you think will help us get down there? Well, um, I, I you know of course I think that we're going to need to have a, a new administration and uh, uh, and. In the, the leadership in the White House, we're, we're definitely going to have to have a new administration. I do believe that there's a certain segment of that, you know, the the, the, the the people that still cling to this racism. There's a certain segment of them that I don't know that, that, that we're going to be able to reach, um, you know, outside of some act of God, such as when, you know, in the Bible, when it says that... Uh, Saul was one of the persecutors uh, of the Christian people, and then uh, there was something that happened uh, where he w- he went blind for a minute, and then he became one of the g- the greatest uh, um, fellows o- over Christianity ever. But I I I believe that the the one thing that I, that I would do or that I would suggest is that you know, like they had a war on drugs. You know, I think that the country needs to have a war on racism because we need to get to some of those children right. that are in those places where racism has, has been a generational thing that has been passed on. And I believe that the reason that it's been passed on is because there has not been any kind of opposition ideas that have been able to penetrate those things. And I believe with a war, uh, if we have a war on racism and right in, in the middle of of let's say your favorite television show, then there comes a commercial on TV that shows people, you know, talking about how uncool racism is and how this is something that that's 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 past and we need to get rid of it and it's it's a disease, uh, you know. And you know, you have commercials and you know when people are riding down the highway, they see billboards that that are anti-racist, and so that these young people can get other ideas outside of those those same ideas that you know that that come to them that's in their environment and and so I, you know I, I i believe that we have you know a lot of the older heads that are just lost and 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 we have to kind of forget about them and wait for them you know and, and wait for them to go ahead on and, and and leave this realm but we can reach the children right we can reach we should start reaching out that way and have that war on racism i really believe that that's that's the um you know and of course you know you 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 you're going to keep changing the laws and all of that stuff but we want to change the hearts and minds of people and i believe that it's going to happen through the through the young people you know that that's the beauty of what's happening now you see a lot of the uh, generation that's that's say uh, from 50 on down, you know, you can see that that they're trying to get past it themselves. But but you know, just think if if you can reach those 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 children that are are elementary school age, junior high school age, high school age, and 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 you have that war on on racism that way, I believe that that's that's the way the the start at least. 
Do you think music can help? Oh, I definitely think music music has always helped. Music is, you know, I mean, a, a lot of these younger uh, generation people, you know, I mean, they come they come together uh, because of music, you know. I mean, people have always come together with, with music. When you think about probably the first integration one of the first anyway was in the jazz musician community right you know when you think about uh what well, well, got Benny Goodman that integrated his band and Artie Shaw when he brought in Billy Holiday and you know i mean it, 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 the, the 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 beautiful thing about about jazz music you know it was all about who can play and who can't play If you can't play, then you know you 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 may not not get in this band. But if you can play, you are welcome. You know, because it's all about you know the, the the music pushing forward, and whoever could help do that was always welcome. I mean, and and so I think that the jazz musician community, you know, and it still is. And uh, you know, just when this whole Black Lives Matter thing happened. And, you know, I kind of go through the Facebook and all of that stuff. And I know that, that, that the jazz musicians wanted to say something. They wanted to, you know, wanted to, 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 to get in, but they didn't know how, especially a lot of the, the, the white jazz musicians. They didn't know exactly, you know, what to say and what might be stepping on somebody else's toes. You know, and and so they kind of, you know, were kind of squeamish about saying anything. So I kind of put it out there, you know, um, and I just said, talked about how jazz musicians were among the first to integrate. And and how does everybody feel about jazz musicians unite against racism? You know, as if I was starting an organization. Right. I, I feel I feel Dwight. Um, can, can I can I nominate you for starting such an organization, please? We need you. Um, you know, um, Dwight, you, you've talked about what it feels like uh, when you're performing with other musicians and you say, all of a sudden, everything crystallizes and becomes just one energy. Tell me what that is. Tell me what that moment is. Tell me when that crystallization happens. Well, um, I know that, that any one of us, you know, who's ever playing on the stage can 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 be the spark of, of of what brings it all together you know of, of what everybody sort of is gravitating towards but i i know that 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 for me the the main thing that i'm interested in doing is getting dwight out of the way and his thoughts and his need to hit the home run or or to 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 be that thing just to so so if if i can open myself up as if i'm i'm meditating you know when when you clear your mind when you're meditating but the thing is 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 when when that happens then the universe starts operating and 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 it will will give you the notes to sing you know and and when it's important that you are involved with a lot with other people that are that are of that 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 like-mindedness you know because if somebody is 
too much into, you know, into needing to be the center of attention, needing to be the star, needing, you know, where it's about self. Right. Then that person will always short circuit that 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 energy. Dwight, one, you reminded me of of a, a quotation from John Cage, which I actually on this show also quoted to Meredith Monk. It's uh, from an entry he he entitled "The Empty Studio." If you don't mind, I'll read it to you quickly because what you said about getting out of the way is really consonant with this. He said, when you start working, everybody is in your studio, the past, your friends, enemies, the art world, and above all, your own ideas. All are there. But as you continue painting, they start leaving one by one, and you are left completely alone. Then, if you're lucky, even you leave. Mm, Yes, yes, I love it. How does that re- love- how does that resonate with Dwight? Oh yeah, well that's 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 the the the, the beauty because the the one thing that that <clears throat> when when this happens and even though it's coming through me, but it's like I'm on the outside with the rest of the audience watching it happen. You know, I'm kind of like watch watching this whole thing happen and so I'm uh, you know it's 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 like out of, out of my control now cuz I'm 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 uh, in the audience and that's uh you know that's that's a a, a beautiful thing but you know w- w- but you can feel that moment when that happens you know whether whether I'm the catalyst whether somebody else is the catalyst but all of a sudden Everything becomes one, including the audience, right? And including, and, including the chairs, including the building, inclu- everything becomes one. I love that, and that is why when you use that word "crystallize," that's exactly right. And I'm wondering, <clears throat> Dwight, in this moment of the pandemic, how are you living this moment? Given that the buildings, the chairs, the audience have sort of, um, if not disappeared, taken a back seat? You know, I have a little bit more time on my hands, so I get a little bit more meditation time in now, you know, where I'm not so rushed, so rushed to do this and to do this in this particular amount of time that I have, you know, okay, I got an hour to do this. So so we got to make this happen then. So now, you know, we don't have that, that kind of pressure to make things happen and all of that stuff. So, so in a way it's, it's kind of more beautiful because now that I get a chance to take walks and you know, and in the middle of walks, you know, I, 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 uh, beca- you know, can commune with, with nature. You know, I mean, for, I, I don't know whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's, it's, it's my imagination, but for some reason now the trees look greener. I don't, and, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it is your imagination. I think you know one of the silver linings. It's a slight silver lining of this pandemic. Um, is the fact that the birds now feel at home? Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, you know, you, you you see the the, the the sky and everything, and 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 there's a little bit more of a 
peace and people are not as frantic as they they used to be. They don't have that, that desperate look on their face, even though everybody's got masks on and all of that stuff. But it seems like there is something that we needed to kind of just take us off of the treadmill for a minute, you know, and let us start looking at ourselves and, 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 and see just what really have become of us, you know, through all of these years that we've been living and we've been grinding with it and grinding and grinding and doing this and doing that. And all of this stuff has been so important to us and all of this. And then all of a sudden now we get the opportunity to stop and say, well, who, whatever, what did Dwight come to? What became of him? Who is he? Who are you, man? Let, you know, let me look at you. What, what, what did you become? You know, and and so you know, and 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 a lot of it, I I I don't necessarily like, and have the opportunity to 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 work on it, and see if we can, you know, can can you know, a lot of things that I started years ago that I forgot about because I was on the grind and the treadmill that all it pops back in my mouth. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was doing that. Wow. Let me get back to doing some of that, some of that stretching and that yoga and, and meditating and walking and, and, you know, and communing and, 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 you know, just more, more uh, uh, conversations that we're having now are not necessarily about the frivolous things. You know, we're, we're talking about things that, that, that can make our spirits better. You know, so, I, so I, that's what I'm saying. I think that, that in this, uh, this, this weirdness, there's also some beauty in it. Right. Right. And, and, you know, reading about, about your work and listening to you, you made me listen again to Richie Havens, and, um, which was just wonderful. And you said about him that he helped you understand what it takes, and I love this word, what it takes to be undeniable. I just love, I mean, I've never heard anybody use the word undeniable in that context. Tell me about it. Unpack that for me, please. I, I was going to, my sister had had a nervous breakdown and she was in the hospital. And, and so I caught the bus over to the hospital and on my, you know, uh, uh, on my way back and thinking about her and and all of that, there was a club uh, nearby, and I was on the bus, and the bus was making a stop, and I saw that Richie Havens was playing here. There was a club called Bogarts in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I said, you know, you know, Let me not try. really that much of Richie, a Richie Havens fan, you know, I mean, because I don't know that much about him. I remember that he was on Woodstock, and I, I saw his, you know, his thing, and I, you know, I, th I thought it was cool, but Okay, well, but I don't have anything else to do. I don't have nothing better to do, and I don't want to go home because I'll be thinking about my sister. So let me just go in here and, and, and check out the scene. And there was only one other black person in the club uh, outside of me. You know, and I said, well, this is interesting. Okay. Uh, and the person who, who they, they was somebody that I knew and somebody had brought her to the, to the club. 
So I really didn't know what to expect, but I saw this guy come out and when they introduced him and everybody went crazy, you know, and I, you know, I, I saw the guy who didn't have the greatest voice in the world and he wasn't the greatest musician, guitar player at all, but he gave everything he had. I mean, he gave everything as long as he was on that stage and he did it in such a beautiful, humble fashion never seen anybody give that much of themselves i mean you know the guy just gave everything and and you know when he, when he did it was like man you know that was one of those times when everything crystallized and came together around this beautiful spirit and people were just like wow and 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 I, and I I tell you I had never ever seen anything like that before and when he got finished he put his hands in a in a motion where he was he was bowing his head and and his hands was in a like he was praying and he just walked through with his head bowed and walked out of the crowd and walked right through the crowd. I don't know whether he left the building or what happened, but you know, and all I could, I was just there and I was like, wow, now I know what it takes. He just showed me what it takes. And I was, I've been a Richie Havens fan ever since because he was probably the first person that 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 showed me what it takes to be undeniable and and influ influenced you in in that sense i mean the the word influence is always very complicated but the example of being fully present and giving you yes. totally you know i remember such a concert about 10 years ago maybe less than 10 years ago i went to hear leonard cohen who was already uh, an elderly man one might say and he came on stage and he said i'm just gonna give you everything i've got and he sang for three hours and 18 minutes without stopping and you know One of my regrets in life that I never met Leonard Cohen. Me too, that me too, me too. He, he said one of the things that matters most to me, Dwight. He said, um, if I knew where the good songs came from, I would go there more often. <laughs> well, you know, he lived... I mean, the guy from where I, I was living at, I understand he lived about, about five minutes away from me. And also where I live at right now, um, because he's from Canada and, and there's a shoe shop that's across the street from where I live. And the guy uh, who owned the place said Leonard Cohen used to come over there and see him all the time. And I said, man, you got to introduce me to him, please. Introduce he said, okay, all right, well, the next time. He, uh, and, and he never did do it. I understand that, that the guy, Leonard Cohen, used to go up the street to the bowling alley. They had a restaurant up there. And he would go up there and have breakfast all the time. And I'm like, man, the guy is all around me. And I cannot, I cannot, uh, 
you know, just meet the guy. And, and, and I, that's one of my, my regrets. I've read biographies and, and, and looked at, uh, documentaries on him and, and just, uh, a wonderful, wonderful spirit. I, I, I feel the same way. And I so regret I got close to interviewing him, but it never, it never happened. Um, much like your shoes story, I came close, but not close enough. Now, um, Dwight, um, you've you've been part of this, in, an integral part of a, a multi-generational generation, jazz scene in Los Angeles, centered around the world stage and Horace Tapscott. What what do you make of the the continuum between generations, and and what is the the one what one might call the the common thread? In terms of of, of this community, uh, I feel that the thread, as far as I can see, the common thread is Horace Tapscott, um, because Horace Tapscott is the person who uh, is the one who who actually introduced us to the progressive side. And the, the, you know of of what the the thing that they call jazz, you know, I mean, because you know when 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 the word jazz is used, it's uh, you know, I mean, it 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 conjures up a lot of d images that we know. But I think that Horace opened us up to widen our scope and our range and thoughts about uh, what creative music can be, you know, I mean, be to be creative, but also to still have an African vibration with the music, you know, because the, 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 the one thing about Horace's music is that, it, you know, a lot of it, especially when you listen to him play the piano, that he, he played a lot of outside kind of things that, that he did, but he always had a groove playing behind him when he was playing. You know, he made sure that the music continued to groove no matter how far out you go, that the music still grooved. You know, whereas a lot of people when they when they play outside, they just go all the way outside and they and, and, and they forget about the groove and everything. They just they just play outside. And so the, 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 the music, you know, doesn't have anything that 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 keeps them grounded to earth, you know. But the, the thing about Horace's music is that it kept you ground to the to the earth and it also lets you go out to the universe at the same time and all of us that became affiliated with this this vibration uh this vibration that that, that Horace Tapscott uh was was the one that initiated you know i mean all the way up through Kamasi Washington what Kamasi is doing right now and you know if you notice in his music he does go out but he keeps the he makes sure that it, that that african groove is still there and 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 you know and that Kamasi is 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 only an extension of Horace you know and i am an extension of him as well you know i mean Horace is is really that the the whole connection you know from the time that i got here uh in the early 70s until now you know i i feel that it all 
it all goes goes back to Horace Tapp Scott. Have you been able to, you, you were saying you've been able to meditate more and go into nature more, recognize that there's a sky that one might not look up to when one is so busy. Have you been able to sing a lot? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have always had a schedule. And even though now... <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I I stay up so late, you know. I mean, because you know, I mean, you know, every day is is like you know every day, you know. I mean, uh, so I I can't hardly keep up with whether today is, is is Friday or Tuesday or Saturday or Sunday, and uh, you know, uh, so I can't. Help but the you. one thing that I that I do <laughs> is. I, I I get up whenever I get up, and then I I try to meditate and, and and say a prayer, and then at twelve o'clock noon, from twelve to two, then I will practice, and then uh, at from any time around two or three, then I take one of those walks, sometime in between there. And after after I take a nice, nice walk, you know, which I have not been doing in years, you know, and after I take a walk, then I'll come home uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of four or five or something like that. And uh, I might have a little dinner. And then after I have dinner at six o'clock until eight, I will practice again. And so with with doing that and 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 uh, you know that there helps me to to um to 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 stay engaged you know because the one thing that 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 excites me still just as it did from the first time that I ever started singing was the idea of learning how to make music, learning how to sing. And I feel that what I know right now is so tiny, so tiny compared to everything that's out there. And just the the, the excitement of being able to go in there and practice. And if I can just see just a little bit of growth, just, just a little something, you know, I mean, that turns me on and it, and, you know, and I'm, I'm I'm just so happy to be able to 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 wake up number one to be in my right mind to get up out of bed and then to be able to go and do what I love to do I mean you know and and so therefore you know I mean I don't get a chance to sing and or play with people very much these days but uh i'm i'm believing that when i do get the opportunity to do it that i'll have a little something more to bring to the table i i i um i mean it's it's wonderful to hear you you talk this way and i'm going to to ask you something which you might deny me but i'm going to ask it nevertheless will you will you leave us with a with a song well right now i i have not practiced and and i'm kind of relaxing so <laughs> so maybe 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 not but but some other time some other time i can't wait to to hear you sing in person when we when we can go back to to life perhaps differently than we lived it before but 
when we can congregate again. Um, do I? Yes, yes I, 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 I look forward to it as well. So very and, much. You know, but, but, but the one thing that, that we are doing, uh, and I have pretty much transformed the world stage into a sound stage where we are now doing live stream things and and we have the sound uh you know where we can actually do recordings uh video and audio recordings uh, of things and you know so I, we have a platform now that we call ourselves the world stage and now we're actually you know really reaching out to the whole world and with every time that we get the opportunity to do so um i want to tell everybody to you know to to please you know vote you know go vote because we 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 really need to in in order for us to 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 move forward you know we have to have to get past this this energy that we have uh you know that's going on right now and and i do believe that that the, the 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 love, the righteous, the good. I think that it will triumph. I do believe that the majority of the people in this country, in this world, are people that believe in in love and in being righteous and fair-minded with each other. I believe that that the majority. You know, and sometimes, you know, like they say, one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch and it makes it look like there's more of these people that believe in this hate and all of that stuff than it really is. I really don't believe that the majority of the people in this country feel that way. And I, 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 I'm, you know, in, in looking at the Black Lives Matter movement and I see how many white people are out there standing on the front lines. So that lets me know that the majority of the people don't feel that way. The majority of the people don't want to see any kind of race division and, and race wars and all of that kind of crazy stuff. I, you know, so I'm, 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 I, I am positive that, that we will overcome this soon. Dwight, it's been such a pleasure to speak to you. And I, I, I love the fact that we end, end our conversation for now with really shards of hope, uh, a real belief that we, we might change for the better. And I, my goodness, do I ever hope you're right. Oh, I, I, I pray that, that every day, you know, that I can learn to be more loving, more understanding, more giving, more forgiving. And, and, and we, we, we will be fine. We'll be fine. And I just know that, that, that soon this, this whole nightmare will turn into, to, to something very beautiful. It's going to turn into something very beautiful and, and God bless everybody that's standing up right now. I mean, it's time for all of us to stand, you know, stand for the good, stand for the righteousness, stand for the love. You know, we, it's, you know, we all, you know, we got a, we got a part to play right now in this thing. So all of us have to stand up and stand strong, 
Stand strong. And together. And together. Yes, indeed. Dwight, thank you so much for taking the time and stay well. And I can't wait to, to come and hear you at the world stage someday in the not too distant future. Be well. Oh, yes, and I will. And you do the same. God bless. Bye bye. Bye. To support this show and DubLab's progressive programming, go to dublab.com/support.